Hello, welcome to FECTalk.com. This is Tim with FEC Talk. Today is December 1st, and the first of the month I always come out with a new top 100 list for the games. So this will be the top 100 list for November. And I wanted to go over it and give a quick explanation of it. And we could go through the list as well. Now we're on the fast track to Christmas. I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Got to spend some time with family and enjoy some football and other family traditions. Hopefully some great conversations and catch-ups with the families. Now I released the November 2021 Top 100 list today. And I used to do these by machine. And looking at it, I didn't think that it was all that fair. Because if I have a three-player machine, that's one person per station, three people playing it, versus a one-player machine, it just didn't make sense to me. So what I did was I swapped it for each reader. So now, the top 100 list, it was a top 30 list, but now the top 100 list is going to go by reader. So, with no further ado, that'll make everything a lot easier for everybody to interpret. Instead of Willy Wonka always being at the top because it has three readers, now we'll just go by readers themselves. So the number one and number two spots are going to be for two different cranes that I have, but they're both Ticket Ring by Smart Industries. This game is a no-brainer. You should already have this game. If you haven't, you really need to order one. And then once you get that one in and you see that it pays for itself a lot faster than any of your other games, then order another one. The game is that good. It really is. This is a like a number one game in game rooms all across America, North America, the globe. Great idea, and uh, it's a great game. In fact, it's so good that there's a lot of emulators out there, people coming up with their own ticket ideas, even Elout, great company. Also, salt and peppering the top ten list here they come up with their ticket shapes, which is a, you know, it's basically stealing the great idea that Smart Industries had. And what they did is they're trying to make it a little better with a little extra zing to it. So you, you pick up the shapes, which are pool cue racks, nine ball and regular pool table racks with a label on them. Great idea. Drop them onto a shelf, got a pusher, and then they push them off into the the bucket where people can collect them. But Ticket Ring, great, great game. And Smart Industries, there's nothing saying that you can't 
improve on your own system. So take that ticket ring, get rid of the cardboard tubes, make plastic ones that are going to last a lot longer, almost indefinitely, put a nice label on it, and off you go. You are competing again. And you have the, you actually came up with the idea, I believe, with the pusher, because you had that on your, uh, your big giant Taj Mahal type crane. You had some of those with the pusher. I remember seeing it. So you guys get all the kudos. Great game, ticket ring. If you get it through Betson, it'll be called King of Rings. And it's just a good game. At number three and number four is Willy Wonka by Elout. Willy Wonka is a card and coin pusher game. And it just, it's hot. Everybody loves this game that comes to my establishment. They see people playing it and what a great time that they're having. They're just naturally drawn to it. And I do set up all my card and coin pushers to put put out a fair amount of cards and chips. And people enjoy that. That's what you need to do. And you need to have the rare cards come out semi-frequently. And I even have my own custom cards in them. You can check the fectalk.com to see that. But 3 and 4, Willy Wonka by Elout. Great game, great quality game. And people have a lot of fun playing it. So it's definitely earned its spot on the list. Number 5 for November is Gumdrop. Now, this one is probably not talked about as much as the other ones on the list probably for like the top 50 even this one's by jenison entertainment technologies jet games it's a large footprint a big game it's a lot like their old space balls game same exact concept except for interactive video behind it so it's like a plinko ball drop game with a interactive system and they did a great job with this game it's a very very addictive play very quick play and people really really enjoy this game i love how they just play it and play it and play it great job with this game jenison i'm my hat's off to you on this this is a beautiful game it's a big game But it just draws people like moths to a flame. It's a great game. Number six is Willy Wonka. So that'll round out the Willy Wonkas. I have a two-player and I have a one-player. And once again, great game. Number seven is Whack and Win by Ice. This game, it's, it's got some catchy phrases when you walk by and when you play it. It's like you hit it with the you hit it with the hammer and the the little thing goes up and then the, you don't want to hit it too hard. You want to stop it right at the bell. But if you hit it hard, which is your natural tendency to do because you're thinking, I gotta hit that bell and I win. You hit that thing hard and it goes way too hard, muscle head. It is hilarious. It's a great game. 
it teaches people how to play as they play it, which is very effective. And then people get that finesse and they start getting to where they can win it every now and then. And when people win games, they want to play them more. And that is what makes Wacken win a number seven. The next one on the list is Fishbowl Frenzy by Team Play. Now, when they first came out with this game, it was a hit, big time. And everybody that had one, it was it was hitting the top ten consistently. Well, after a while, it kind of faded out. But what they did before they before they sold out it to I can't even remember who it is that they that they work with now. Which was a good move on their part, I'm sure. But what they did was they came out with a progressive thing. So people could hit a letter and spell out goldfish or fishbowl. I can't remember. Whatever it was. It breathed new life into this game. And people, it, it brought it back up into the top ten again. So way to go thinking about not only yourselves, but thinking about your client, your customer. What a great, great sentiment coming out with an update like that. That just shows that you have a good company and you are thinking about your 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 customer, us, the FPC owners. So thank you. Great game. And it's going to have that, I think it's going to have that staying power that a few of these other games have. That they're just going to always be part of your fun center. Now at number nine was a big powerhouse over the last eight or so years. Wizard of Oz by Elout. This was the predecessor to Willy Wonka. Everybody likes, and everybody still likes playing this game. This game set the standard for card and coin pushers. Elout knocked it out of the park with this one, and then they hit a grand slam with Willy Wonka. But Wizard of Oz, great game. I have six stations in my fun center for Wizard of Oz, so I have two three-player. So it's going to be peppered on this list, too. But, wow, what a great game. And people still love it to this day, especially since I've I've added new card sets to it, custom cards, to keep people engaged, getting new things, keeping it fresh. It really made a difference for all my card and coin pushers. At number 10 is Ticket Time by Smart. Now, this is a smaller ticket roll. But what's great about this game is little maintenance because they get the they get the ticket roll, they drop it into the carousel, it reads an RFID, automatically pays them the tickets that they're owed. Don't have to take it to redemption, don't have to wait in line. Um, they don't walk away. So smart industries, they are really smart. They do a great job. They got some really good offerings. And think about it. They're they're using cranes. And with cranes, they just keep reinventing the wheel and making it better. So smart 
is really setting the trends for crane games. They do really good work. At number 11 is Wizard of Oz again, another station. At number 12 is Jurassic Park by Raw Thrills. Now, Jurassic Park is a great sit-down game. Now, people say that I should get The Walking Dead and etc. But I tell you, Jurassic Park is one that kids love, their parents love. People just have a great time. And it's good for all groups. Now, Walking Dead, some parents are a little leery about having their kids play those zombie games with the violence and whatnot. With Jurassic Park, you're not killing the dinosaurs, you're subduing them getting them back into the park so you'll have different like shocks to stun them cold rays to freeze them uh, it's just a great game so if you uh want to be want to have a sit down shooter that's more family friendly number 12 jurassic park by raw thrills great game number 13 is quick drop by baytech Baytech makes really good games, too. They might not all be at the top of your list, but they're all steady. And Quick Drop is definitely one of them. So what it is, is you got it's a ball drop game, and you have a carousel of buckets. And you try to get all 50 balls into the buckets before time runs out to win the jackpot. Now you'll find that you'll have some kids that'll get this down, which is great. You want people to win the games, remember. People that win games play more games. People that see people win games want to play more games too. So Quick Drop is a really good game and an attractive piece. It's a little bit bigger footprint for a Baytech game, but really nice. And then another one that's a bigger footprint, but they made it into a smaller footprint is number 14. I have the bigger footprint one from when it first came out. It's Willie Crash by Baytech. And what I this is personally a great game for you if you've been in the industry for a while. And the reason I say that is they have a lot of little Easter eggs in the game about old Baytech games and Seidel games, which Baytech had bought. It's really cool to see. You got a guy that launches out of a cannon, you want to align it right so he lands on top of a building. But if he if you don't win you still get rewarded with comedy because the guy bounces off the walls and looks a little stunned and he tries to get up. You knock pigeons out of the air, knock, run into dogs and cats. But for industry people, you also have games from the past down there and signs. They'll say, Smoking Token Tavern, etc., Really, just a really cool touch. It's got a lot of the old old uh, Baytech games on there. Crank It, you name it, they're in there. It's a, a nice touch. Great job, Baytech. Willie Crash is a cool game. It's a video game, so there's no mechanic, mechanics in it other than the plunger. You plunge like a TNT plunger. It's about the same thing that's on Crank It. It's a, it's a great game. Number 15 is going to be another Wizard of Oz by Elout. Number 16 was a surprise this month for me. It's a Duck Catcher by Coast to Coast. Now, Duck Catcher obviously is a 2-inch rubber duck crane, and that's exclusively what I have in it. I got 2-inch ducks from 
A&A Global, BMI, and Rhode Island Redemption. I like to mix them up. And the game just does great. It really does. What I also do is I have... What I've done is I've taken... I don't know... You would have to look it up probably, but I've taken a puck from Tower of Tickets and put a label on, on it that said, re, take to counter to redeem your six-inch duck. So what I have are six-inch rubber ducks, and I display them in uh, my Wizard of Oz and my Blackbeard Bounty games. And people are like, oh, how do I win those? Where's the duck catcher? And they'll they'll buy 50, 75, sometimes even 100 of those two-inch ducks just to get that. It's amazing. So if you want to know more about that, look at one of my articles on uh, feCtalk.com. I believe I have a video on it too on YouTube, on the YouTube channel, which would also be on feCtalk.com. But Duck Catcher, it doesn't really matter. I have the Coast to Coast one. I thought it was an attractive piece. But just look at the different offerings by different companies. Pick one that fits your theme, your color scheme, or just what you think is the most attractive. All the duck catchers, all the duck cranes, I should say, are, they're comparable. They're all great. They're all going to make a lot of money. Use my idea to maximize the profit on it. At number 17, we got a classic. Big Bass Wheel by Baytech. Now, that game definitely earned its stripes. It's past the test of time. And it's just going to be a consistent earner forever. Now, th they have come out with different versions of it. Like, I really like the Ticket Monster. Ticket Monster is the same thing as Big Bass Wheel, just a different theme. But they've also come out with a smaller version that's like Crank It of the Ticket Monster. And I thought that was real cu cute. I saw it at the IAPA show. Baytech, they're making better and better stuff. But if you do... I have the I have two big bass wheels right next to each other with the five thousand point marquee, and it it also give new life to this game. People play this this thing shoots up to the top quite consistently, especially when it's busier. Like next month, I bet it'll be in the top ten, probably both both of them. It's a great game, and I was told a story about this one. So they had this game in the work for about nine years. And they started out with an idea. They wanted to make it like Price is Right. So you spin the wheel. You try to get a dollar. You try to get it on the first spin, but if not, get two of them. You know, 55 cents, 45 cents, whatever, 70 cents, 30 cents. Total a dollar to win the jackpot. If you got the dollar on the first thing, then you could spin it again for the bonus. But what they ended up doing is they never got that licensing and they kept it on the back burner. Then they finally made a whiteboard version of it and then a prototype. And they would call it behind the scenes the big ass wheel. Well, funny enough, they decided, hey, we're in Wisconsin. We got a lot of bass fishermen. We could get this licensing. So that's how the big bass wheel was made. An iconic piece in our industry by Baytech. Definitely worth it. I think if I was, if they had 
a 5,000 point marquee on the Ticket Monster, I think I'd go with the Ticket Monster instead because I think the kids would love it even more because it's just a uh, more attractive to the to the kids. But the adults love that big bass, so it's and the kids do too, but Baytech, if you're listening, make a 5,000 point marquee for Ticket Monster so you could link two of them together. We'd love it. Now at number 18 and 19, two more stations of Wizard of Oz by Elout, which I was seeing for a long time. I used to look on uh, eBay quite frequently to see if any of my tokens back in those days were being sold, and I, I would see ruby slipper cards. And I I almost fell for it that there was a, when Elout sold them, it's like one out of every hundred boxes of cards might have a ruby slipper card in it. But it was never the truth. They never came out with a ruby slipper card until their new, what they did for this year at the IAPA show, they have a new Emerald City version of Wizard of Oz. It's the same exact game. It's just they rethemed it. And it it just, it's a very attractive piece. And they come out with a new card set. And strangely enough, one of them is the Ruby Slipper. But not like the one you would see on eBay. That's a fake card. The one, on, the one that they come out with, it's black and white. All the new cards are black and white. But, wow, this game really pops. It's called the Emerald City Edition. So if you have not got a Wizard of Oz and you're in the market for one, I would definitely go for that piece. That's beautiful and very, very attractive. But, like I said, I already got two three players. I'm not going to get another one. If I'm going to get another card in Coin Pusher, it's going to be the Avengers. I definitely want to get the Andamiro piece if they ever come out with it, which leads us to number 20 on the list. Spongebob Pineapple Arcade by Andamiro. Another great game. This one, if you took the three together, would consistently be towards the top. Or I'm sorry, the two stations together would be consistently towards the top. And if it was a three player, it would be at the top a lot when you added them together. Great game by Andamiro. I'm not sure what direction they're going. I don't know what is keeping them from releasing the new SpongeBob, the Pirates of Bikini Bottom Bay. From what I've seen of it, it just it's great looking piece. They got the pirate themed SpongeBob characters as cards. It's going to be another hit. And I don't know if you know, but they retired SpongeBob Pineapple Arcade, so you can't get new ones. But if you get a chance to get a used one for a decent price, like under 9K, I would definitely pull the trigger on that. That game is going to print money for you. So, SpongeBob Pirates of Bikini... I'm sorry, SpongeBob Pineapple Arcade, the orange one, by Andamiro. Great, great game. Nice card set. Nice gameplay. Great flow to it. People play it consistently. It's an addictive play piece, and I can't say anything bad about it other than in the beginning, the mechanics on it were really bad, but they've since upgraded all that. Everything's a lot better. It's not the quality of an e piece, 
but it's definitely a lot more consistent than it used to be. At number 21 and 22 are two stations of Tower of Tickets by Baytech. Now this is a really good game and this is the a piece that you really need. Either this or the zombie one by Ice. And I when I think about it while I really love this game, I really do. This game consistently pushes up to the top five too. This game, if I was to do it all over again, I think I would get the, the zombie pusher because it's about the same size. It has six player stations and it's got a progressive jackpot. You spell out zombie, so it's got another element to it. So nice Tower of Tickets is a great piece. It's I I can't complain about it. It's it paid for itself in a few weeks. And it's been making money ever since and consistent too. Very few issues with it. So it's definitely a good piece, but consider looking at the Ice Zombie Pusher one if you're looking for something in that that type of game. So number 23 is Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo is another wheel like Big Bass Wheel. It's just a smaller footprint, much smaller. And I cater it towards the kitties, but they love it. And it's got a great theme, obviously, with Scooby-Doo. Great call-outs when you're playing it. Great call-outs for an attract mode. Great game. Very attractive piece. Well worth it if you have like a, a children's area that you want to put in a, a wheel type game in. Worth it. Definitely worth it. At number 24, it's a motion simulator. It's Typhoon by Triotech. Typhoon is their upgrade from Mad Wave. I don't know if anybody remembers Mad Wave. I still have one in another fun center that I have. But Typhoon's a lot of fun. People still play it to this day and have a great time with it. What I do is I just do a $2 event. Two people could play at the same time. Regardless, it's $2 to play. And it does well, obviously. At number 25, another ticket time by Smart. And then at number 26 is a Route 66 crane by St. Louis Crane Company. And what I have in that crane is uh, vinyl 5-inch balls. And I get those from A&A Global. They could have, like, funny faces on them. SpongeBob, Puppy Pals, Paw Patrol, DC, Marvel. You name it. Just different themed and licensed prints on a 5-inch vinyl ball. And people love them. I get a lot of sports teams, too. I like getting, like, Detroit because I'm in Michigan. Even though... I don't think there's any real Detroit Lions fans. I think it's more the people that come in to Michigan from Ohio that like to get them just to the novelty of them. But anyway, I'm not going to knock my sports team that bad. Yeah, I am. They're not that good. But anyway, Route 66, great job for this. I have two of them actually, and sometimes this thing shoots up good too. So great game, and uh, 
It's an affordable crane by the St. Louis Crane Company. Great people over there. Number 27 is another station, A Wizard of Oz by Elo. Number 28 is another Ticket Time by Smart. 29 is the other half of Spongebob Pineapple Arcade by Endemiro. 30 is another side of uh, Tower Tickets by Baytech. And at 31, we got Pop the Lock by Baytech. I'm not sure how popular this one has been through the through the country, through the world. But man, I really like this game. And it seems like there's a lot of people that once they play it, they just get addicted to the play. It's What it is is it's a combination lock that goes back and forth. You try to stop it on the dots. And it's a lot of fun. And one of the things I do, I have this right by my redemption counter. And the reason I have it there is when I walk by, if I see a kid on it or anyone on it, and it seems like they're doing really good on it, I'll challenge them. I'll say, oh my, you're doing really good. How about this? I'll pay for... I'll pay for your game. If you beat me, I'll I'll give you a thousand tickets and we'll play. And I could either beat it or come to like one or two almost every time. But if it's a little kid, I'm going to let them win anyway. So I let them go first and then I can control if I win or win or lose. So a lot of fun, a lot of interaction with the guests on that one. So that's why I have it by the redemption counter. And it does, this one shifts up and down the list. So it's a good game. I like it. Number 32 is one of your, a game that should be in every fun center. It's a alley roller. This one happens to be Ice Ball FX by Ice. And I'm sure I've told this story many times. But the reason that I bought these ice balls is back when I bought them, it was when they first come out, there was the Ice Ball FX and then there was the Fireball by Baytech. And I actually like the looks of the Fireball by Baytech better. But as the I at the IAPA show that I was at, I think it was 2015, as the days progressed, the Fireball looked a little rough, while the Iceball FX at the end of the show still looked pretty new. No scratches on the acrylic. I was very impressed with it. And that's why I I actually bought seven of them. I bought four for the the main game room and three for the other game room. And I've never had any regrets with it. It's a niche. It's something that every game room should have. Every game room should have an alley roller, whether it's a ski ball, ice ball, or whatever. Great concept. People look for it all the time. So it's a mainstay for a fun center. So number 32 is the ice ball. Number 33 is another crane. It's the find a key by the really big crane company. Now, if you have a redemption counter, I would get rid of the key, not get rid of them, but keep their keys in the back room with your game tech or redemption people and put in instead a voucher you won the red prize, the green prize, the white or the blue prize. And then they could take it up to the redemption counter and get their prize. Because invariably, the keys walk away. I don't know why, 
but people will get the key. I don't know if they just don't realize what it is. They throw it away or they take it home or who knows. I just got tired of buying new keys for this game. And there, some of them would let you open the door and take the key out. So I just had enough of it. So now I use a voucher, solve my problems, maximize the profits with the game. And it's just been a lot, a lot more productive for me. And I haven't had to deal with anything from it. So number 34 is another mainstay in a classic, I would say now. Dizzy Chicken by Baytech. This is a great game, and I think this is one that every fun center should have. This, It's a bigger footprint game. Tall game. Heavy. But a great game. You pull a lever. There's a spiral of lights. It's a muscle memory game. You get it on the green light, you get an, you get the jackpot, plus you get another bonus go at it. Really cool game. A lot of fun. Little kids love it. Adults love it. It's just an all-around great game. At number 35, another Baytech game, Full Tilt. Now, if I were to have the choice all over again, I would not buy this game. It's, uh, it's big. And you see where it's at on the list. At 35, having a game that's this big of a footprint, and it's a less draw, it's just not worth it to me. This is much bigger than even the Dizzy Chicken. Takes a lot of wall space. Attractive piece, but it just doesn't get the play that it needs for being as big as it is. So, while... I give them kudos for making the game. It's just, just don't buy this one. Skip it and get a couple of the other Baytech pieces. They're really good. So at number 36 is Injustice by Raw Thrills. And many of you know, when I first got this game, I was kind of frustrated with it. I wanted it because it was going to be popular. But I was always up, I was upset because it's like a video game that's dependent on a card. But then I changed my thinking. I realized that this game, it's it's a merchandiser. You're selling a card. So you got to think of it like that. So this game, I have no regrets with this game. I would I would get it again for sure. So at number 37 is Tightrope by Andamiro. I'm sure some of you probably have not seen this piece. But what it is, is it's got a bicycle pedals for your hands. And what you do is you move the guy on a tightrope and try not to get knocked off. And then at the end, it's got a, a little platform that spins around and you try to get him on there to get the jackpot. Really neat piece. Kids love it. It's a small footprint. It's worth it to me. At number 38 is Monster Crane by Smart. Now, right now... It, this is a beautiful piece. It's an older piece, but mine looks like brand new still. Right now I have jumbo plush in it, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to convert this into a ticket ring. I'm going to put the big 10-inch rings in there, and then I don't have to worry about buying plush over and over again. Everybody knows that right now plush is not the smart choice. Sorry to say that, redemption companies, but plush is not the smart choice because it's just so Dang expensive. The $2 plush of 
two years ago is now your six or eight dollar plush of today. Just not fun. At thirty nine is Nerf by Raw Thrills, and this one it's a fun game. It's a sit down shooter. You're shooting Nerf Nerf darts at targets. You can't go wrong with that. People enjoy it. It earns its spot. It's a bigger piece because it's a two-player sit-down with a big screen, but I like it. It's worth it to me. At number 40, another Raw Thrills game. It's Superbikes 3. And another game that's it's a, it fills a niche. I have two of them, and they actually do better than my Superbikes 2 did. And my, oh, what were those? They were the Snowcross. I had two Superbikes 2 and two Snowcross. My two Superbikes 3 in a little bit less real estate make more than both of them. So worth it to me. Fills a niche for the racing game. At number 41 is Jelly Lab. It's Despicable Me Jelly Lab by Andamiro. It's another card game. And I have people that play it religiously. But if I were to do it all over again... I'd probably skip this card game because it's really not a pusher. It's a, you know, drop a coin on a belt type game. And I don't know. I just, I think I would go a different route if I had to choose all over again. I'd, I'd get like the DC superheroes or Avengers for sure instead of this piece. Now I have a Blackbeard's Bounty. And what that is, is it's the exact same game as Wizard of Oz. And this comes in at number 42, and it's also by Elout. And it's just a pirate-themed Wizard of Oz. Great game. Always done well for me. I have no complaints with this game. But like like I said, if I had it to do over again, this what i do in this scenario is I would have one three-player Wizard of Oz the Blackbeard's Bounty, instead of two Wizards of Oz. But they've done well for me. They've all paid for themselves many, many times over. So at number 42, Blackbeard's Bounty, we love you too. So number 43 is The Other Side of Nerf by Raw Thrills. Number 44 is The Other Side of Jelly Lab by Andamiro. At number 45, Monster Drop by Benchmark. Another good game this game has done really well for me over the years it's starting to get to a point where i think it's going to reach the end of its life but it is a really good game now it's definitely a great game if you get the extreme monster drop extreme that's the one that's like super tall and makes the big thud when the ball hits a thing this is the normal version of that the extreme is definitely one that you want to have in your fun center if you have room for it people love that game and people love this one too mine's just reaching the end of its life i think at number 46 i got another side of blackbeard's bounty by yellow then at number 47 and number 48 both sides of iceman by coastal amusements now this is a game that i highly recommend to you to have in your fun center it does a lot better i believe in the summer months it's a water gun game. You're shooting water at a screen. And p- 
people just love to play it. It's a, it's a niche piece and it fits in almost any fun center. At number 49 is another lane of Iceball FX by Ice. At number 50 is Zoo Catcher by Coast to Coast. This is like the Duck Catcher except for I have two inch rubber animals in it instead. And I also maximize the profits on this one by having what it, it's called a duckamel. It's a six inch duck, but it's it's a duck wearing like an elephant or a tiger or a frog's or a pig suit. And people love it. The reason that my zoo catcher is so far down on the list, though, is because I couldn't get any animals for it for a long time. I just started being able to get them again. At number 51 is a Neon World by the St. Louis Crane Company. And this one I have plush in. At 52 is Iceball FX, another lane of that by Ice. 53 is another side of Blackbeard's Bounty by Elo. 54, another Iceball FX lane. At 55, Big Bass Wheel by Baytech. 56, another Super Bikes 3 by Raw Thrills. At 57, Wheel of Fortune Deluxe by Raw Thrills. It's got a touchscreen. You play Wheel of Fortune. Really good game. It's an older piece, but it's a timeless piece. At 58 is Spinner Frenzy by Adrenaline. Probably the only Adrenaline piece prior to this IAPA show that I would recommend. I don't know about Hungry Hungry Hippos and Twister yet, but Spinner Frenzy is a good game. I like it a lot. At number 59 is Route 66 by St. Louis Crane Company, and this is another one I have 5-inch vinyl balls in. At number 60 is Dead Storm Pirates by Namco, a nice little shooter game. At 61 is Tower of Tickets, another station by Baytech. 62 is the other side of my Monster Drop by Benchmark. At 63 is Deal or No Deal Deluxe by Ice. Deal or No Deals, the old millionaire game. People still like playing it, and it's it's earning its spot in the Fun Center still after many, many years. It used to be a top piece. At number 64 is Air Hockey FX by Ice. Now this is the one with the sound bars in it. I don't have the curved playfield one. That's the newer one. But great piece. 65, Space Invaders by Rothrills. Classic game. Big giant screen. People love to play it. I wish that Rothrills would update this game so you could get some tickets in classic mode. Because if you play in redemption mode, you get 30 seconds of play, 40 seconds of play max. It's just not worth it. I put it in classic mode. People sit down. They have a great time with it. People love to watch people play it. it. It's a draw. Good piece. At number 66, I got Grand Piano Keys by Baytech. Another nice one. 67 is the other side of the Space Invaders by Raw Thrills. At 68, an old crane. Grab and Go by Ice. <laughs> That's a really old crane. I think it's the oldest piece I have in the Fun Center. And I got it full of plush. So it does it does well. 
at 69 it's a game that I bought two years ago. Well, no, it was last year. But I just wanted it before they retired it. It's the Yahtzee game by Coastal Amusements. I just think it's a good game. It's a niche. It, it fills a spot that I need. And I like that game. At number 70 is The Other Side of Grand Piano Keys by Baytech. At number 71 is Sink It by Baytech. 72 is Flappy Bird Merchandiser. This isn't a regular Flappy Bird. This is the Merchandiser version. So if you get through the first checkpoint, you could get a small prize. Or you could choose to forego your small prize and go for the large prize. So if you go through, you could get a larger prize. So it's a Merchandiser video game. At number 73 is Keymaster by Sega. What I put in that is I put game cards in it. I put a $5 game card which they could win frequently, and I don't remember what the other one's, $20 and then $50, I believe. At number 74 is Spaceballs by Jenison Entertainment Technologies, Jet Games. At 75 is my other half of Sink It by Baytech. At number 76 is Crank It by Baytech. At number 77 is the Air Hockey, it's the Hot Flash 2 by Dynamo. At number 78, Explosive by Benchmark. Number 79, Treasure Quest by Ice. It's a cool game. It's another timeless piece that's been there for a while. At number 80 is a video game. It's Aliens by Raw Thrills. 81 is Candy Locker by Pipeline Games. 82 is Connect 4 by Baytech. Number 83 is The Other Side of Explosive by Benchmark. 84 is The Other Side of Connect 4 by Baytech. At 85 is Psychic Chicken. I have that in the Fun Center lobby. And what it is is it gives out gold eggs with a fortune inside. And I vend it for $1.50 and just let it go. And it does really well. At number 86 is KC Cobra by Family Fun Companies. Now, I believe that company has been licensed to ICE now, the KC Cobra, the company that makes these kitty rides. They, as a family company, family fun companies was bought out by Jettison Entertainment Technologies, but they don't carry that line anymore. ICE carries that line. At number 87 is Super Jet Shot Junior by Baytech. It's a little basketball game for kids. At 88 is Carnival Crane by ICE. Not to be mistaken by the candy crane by St. Louis. This is the big green crane with two sides. And I have five-inch knobby balls in it. At 89 is Comet Crane by Family Fun Companies. I have plush in this. At number 90 is Movie Stop by Baytech. Now, Movie Stop is a carousel game where you stop it on a line and you can win a movie. Now, I don't have movies in it. What I've done is I've taken DVD jewel cases... And I've put ticket values on them. And that's what they win. It's just like a, turning a crane into a ticket crane. So, works good for me. Old game still has a value, so we keep it going. At number 91, The Other Side of Carnival Crane by Ice. Nobby Balls. Number 92 is Andamiro's SpongeBob Order Up. It's a whacking game you got a spatula you whack the burgers it's a it's a good game kids like it at number 93 is dinosaur egg by st louis crane company it's just a 
version of the chicken that spins around and drops an egg, but it's a dinosaur. At number 94 is the new Godzilla pinball by Stern. Number 95 is the Mandalorian pinball by Stern. I love pinballs. I, they're at the bottom of the list because they don't earn like a redemption game, but they're my favorites. At number 96 is X-Prize by Ice. Number 97 is Harpoon Lagoon by Ice. Number 98 is The Other Side of Super Shot Jr. by Baytech. Number 99 is Spin and Win by Skee-Ball. Now, Baytech bought, bought Skee-Ball, and they really did breathe life into this game. They come up with a LED light kit update for this game, so it was nice that they were doing something with it. So, kudos to Baytech for that one. And then at the end of the list is number 100, Jumping Jackpot by Namco. This isn't the new version. This is the old one. And it's just a, been a timeless piece for me. Fills a niche. People like to play it, have a good time. So it's in my fun center. So that is the top 100 list. Now I thought that I would definitely go through that with you guys just to give you an idea of what I got a small explanation for all the games maybe every couple of months I'll do it again just to see how the the game list changes over time but this is definitely not something that I want to do every month unless there's a huge change and a reason why that the change happened. Now, you will be able to see this list every month on FECtalk.com, though. I publish it usually within the first three days of the month. Like today, it was right on the first. It just depends on timing, because on the first of the month, I'm doing inventories, I'm doing the collections, getting everything set up for the accounting department, and just... End of the month, beginning of the month stuff. We all go through it. But I try to get this list out as soon as possible. Because I do have several people that get after me if I don't get it out within the first week. That's for sure. Alright everybody. Thank you again for joining the podcast and listening. I hope you get something out of it. I try to cover as much different grounds in our industry as possible so I could have something for everybody. I think that the next one is going to be an interview and we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. But thank you so much for listening. After IAPA, the show has really exploded and I appreciate each and every one of you. Now, if you want to be a sponsor of the show, please give me an email at tim at fec talk if you got any questions comments or concerns i'll be glad to address those as well at tim at fec talk have a great day and i'll talk to you soon